Yo, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. We are on episode 36, and welcome back to another recap. This week, we are talking about, as we always do, Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW Dynamite, and Rampage. And, of course, we are leading our way up to the Royal Rumble. That is this Saturday. I am very, very excited. I've been taking in a couple of uh, Rumbles uh, prior rumbles just to kind of get myself warmed up. I watched the 97 rumble with Stone Cold winning it, and then I watched the 2018 rumble, Shinsuke winning it, and man, did the WWE ever look like totally different just four years ago in 2018 when Shinsuke won it. I mean, holy crap. Yeah, things were really, it was really kind of weird to look back and see how just not that long ago things were looking uh, very different back then. Looked like uh, we're on our way to uh, the Kofi Mania and stuff. It was a it was a good time. I highly recommend uh, going out and checking out a Rumble or two if you don't have the subscription. Then they throw a whole bunch of them up on YouTube for free, full Rumbles. So uh, go have 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 at it. It's a it's a really good time. So let's uh, let's just dive right into it. This is going to be a big week. So and it was a pretty big week uh, even without the Rumble because Monday Night Raw was celebrating their thirtieth anniversary the longest running episodic television program of all time 30 years of monday night raw so my expectations were quite high for the show i was expecting a lot of really fun stuff let's uh let's see how they did so they are in philadelphia the home of brotherly love the home of ecw the land of the hardcore uh I'm a little surprised that they didn't they weren't able to get it into Madison Square Garden. That's kind of their home base, but uh next I think the, one of the next best places to go would be Philadelphia, so a uh, great place to go. And they kick it off right away, bro. Hulk Hogan is here with Jimmy Hart. They're starting off the show and oh my goodness, um A, I'm a little bit uh surprised that they brought out Hulk Hogan. I know he's Hulk Hogan, but He's kind of like universally hated nowadays. He's a well-known racist and a lot of just bad things that he said over the, out of a, over the long his whole life and uh, a lot of bad stories about him. A lot of wrestlers do not like him. You can you can spend hours and hours and hours listening to shoot interviews on Hulk Hogan and all the terrible shit that he allegedly did. I can't say if he did or didn't do any or all of it, but I imagine the truth lies somewhere in the middle, but regardless he was here he still he looks very good for his age i i'd say but um yeah man he he's uh, laying laying down some words on the microphone but the microphone is just failing a man or it's scratch it's cutting out you could barely catch any of the words that he was saying freaking tech guy runs out i'm like oh boy here he comes and he hands him a microphone but it, like it's already too late he's already basically done um yeah, it was a really bad start to the show. Uh, I'll give Hogan some props for powering through that, even with the mic just not working at all. He really didn't skip a beat. So Hulkster still got it on the microphone, but sadly they didn't have a working microphone. So that falls flat. And then they move right into the tribal court with the whole bloodline. Everybody is here. Crowd is absolutely loving Sami Zayn, and that is awesome, man. I oh oh, it's I think I'm feeling so good for Sami Zayn right now, man. We got EC dub chants from the home of the hardcore. Paul Heyman goes off calling, uh, or he's going off on Sami Zayn, calling him a Judas. And he's been uh, conspiring with Kevin Owens this whole time. He's trying to take out Roman. He's up to no good. And then Paul Heyman goes full lawyer mode. He shows us some evidence, video evidence, of Sami Zayn being unloyal to the bloodline. Uh, It's questionable questionable evidence. uh, Not very good stuff. Kind of like... 
the Usos got jumped and Sami Zayn didn't want to go in there and get his ass kicked. Is there not really much he would have been able to do about it? So, and then the assault footage that Heyman showed just fucking hilarious. Like Sami Zayn slightly bumps Roman Reigns' shoulder, and and Paul Heyman's just selling it. So you assaulted the Roman. You assaulted the tribal chief, good sir. It's oh absolutely hilarious man Heyman rests his case fantastic gotta give him a thumbs up for that hilarious Sammy says he has no defense this upsets Roman Reigns he goes off he calls for Solo to eliminate Sammy Zayn but then Jay Uso stops Solo from from attacking Sammy oh damn so long beef between Jay and Sammy and now they're like best buds so Jay stand, standing up for Sammy Zayn that's awesome Jay says he has some video evidence of his own that shows that Sami Zayn has done everything for the bloodline, sacrificing himself time and time again for Roman Reigns, the Usos, everybody. Shows off the footage of Sami taking hits, uh, saving them from losing their championships. Like, there's tons of... Sami's done a lot for the bloodline. I mean, Sami is emotional at this point. Jay says he loves him, and, and Jimmy stands up. They hug it out. It's a really, really awesome moment, I must say. Crowd is chanting like crazy for Sammy Uso, and the verdict is in. How will the tribal chief uh, judge Sammy? He is innocent. Oh, it's, it's okay. It's fine. Roman finds Sammy Zayn not guilty. It's, everything's good. Roman says, uh, stay here for tonight, but then he doesn't want to see him again until the Royal Rumble, which is not far away, so I basically take the week off, I guess, is what he's trying to get to here. And um, where we have his final test. So at the Rumble, that's where Roman's going to have a test waiting for him. I don't know what that test is just yet, but I imagine it's taking out Kevin Owens. Uh, But seriously, man, that was one of the best segments I've seen from WWE in a really long time. Just excellent job. I mean, Sami Zayn was phenomenal. The Usos, Jay Uso especially, was just unbelievable excellent promos from these guys very emotional very real roman again kind of yeah but better than last week so it didn't ruin it but this was fucking awesome man double thumbs up for this segment loved it now we go to dame uh dom dom mysterio and damian priest with uh rhea ripley and finn balor versus the usos with Sami Zayn. this is for the raw tag team champions or championships not not both of them just the one Finn Balor gets caught by the referee pushing Jay Uso off the ropes, and he gets ejected in, in epic fashion. Very good stuff. Jay jumps over the ropes, lands pretty weird. Everyone stops, checks on Jimmy. The ref throws up the X sign, and uh, that means that there is an injury. But it's uh, quite, it's very obviously kind of faked here. Uh, he's not even like Jimmy's not even selling the right leg. He falls on his like right leg, and he's selling that his left leg is hurt. It's it. Very obviously fake. My wife pointed that out. That was great. Regardless, Adam Pierce wants them end the match, but Sami Zayn says, "Let me fight, bro." And Adam says, "All right, you go on." And so there you go. Sami is in the match now. Uh, hits a beautiful dive on the Judgment Day. Bonks his noodle just a little bit there on the announce table, but he's fine. He's okay. Rhea Ripley distracts Damian, hits the choke slam on Sami. Dom pins and Sami kicks out. Oh my goodness. Sammy hits the 1D with Jay Uso pins and wins. Oh, buddy. That was a very good match. Just a ton of fun. Crowd was eating everything up, myself included. Like, even though I saw Sami Zayn entering this match like a mile away, I loved it. I was eating it up. So was the crowd. So I really liked it. 7.5 out of 10. Good shit. 
Roman is semi-impressed with Sami Zayn, so there you go. Now we move on to JBL and Baron Corbin. They are met by the Godfather. Oh, snap, and I think the hoes are here. I think he's got his hoes, but Godfather's here. They make fun of Baron Corbin. JBL wants to get Corbin into uh, the big high-stakes poker game tournament that's going on. Uh... Then we see the classic APA door frame, and then out pops Ron Simmons. Damn! They work out a deal to get Corbin in, and uh, it was a pretty nice segment. I love the door frame from the APA man. Like, they have a door frame, and it's not attached to anything. It's just standing in the middle of the room, and they use it like a door. It's so fucking funny, man. I love it. Now we got LA Knight. He is in the ring. He's cutting a promo. He's chirping Bray Wyatt and the legends in the back. Uh, if any of them got any tingle left in their sack, they can have a shot at LA Knight. Yeah. Well, who's going to show up? Well, the bell tolls. Oh, crap. And then not Limp Biscuit plays, but it's some other freaking American badass song, I guess. And out comes the American badass after being a little bit shy with his motorcycle. He gets it out there, out with the motorcycle, and the crowd is not happy about it we did not want to see the return of the american badass not tonight we wanted the dead man damn it uh i got a good cheer out of, i got a good giggle out of that that the crowd was not very receptive to the undertaker showing up uh i think they would it would have been a lot better if they had rolling by limp biscuit you know rolling 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 yeah that's uh he used to come out to that believe it or not that's fucking that's so funny uh la says i'ma let you live this time taker you're you're lucky yeah and he's trying to leave la Knight is slowly making his way up to the ramp to go home lights go out and la Knight is met by bray wyatt and his lamp at the top of the ramp that rhymes la Knight is stuck between a rock and a hard place decides to go with the undertaker in the ring Undertaker chokeslams Knight, Bray enters the ring, and now the crowd goes nuts as the Undertaker inspects Bray Wyatt, and then Undertaker hops on his bike and he leaves. Eh, I don't, are, is that what they're going to go for here? Are we going to have Bray Wyatt versus the Undertaker at WrestleMania? Is that what they're teasing right here? Um, I'll be fine, like, whatever, like, I, we all knew that the Undertaker wasn't actually going to be retired. He'll come back for his match here and there every now and again and if they want to do a gimmick match similar to that boneyard match with aj styles and the undertaker they want to do that with bray wyatt i'd be behind it because they're it was that boneyard match is really good really entertaining so we'll see where that goes it's uh, interesting the crowd was eating it up so there's a good chance we'll we'll move into that but what are they going to do with la night he's going to be involved with that too he was fucking hilarious out there so i'll give him a thumbs up good shit now we go back to the poker game going on backstage. Now it's featuring, it's me, it's me, it's DDP, Alundra Blaze. She is also there. DDP wins a hand with a diamond flush. Boom, bitches, eat it. Now we go to the steel cage match. Bailey with damage control versus Becky Lynch. This should be good, but it wasn't good because damage control jumped Becky Lynch and all three members locked themselves into the cage with Becky and they just start beating her down big time. Adam Pierce runs down to yell and do nothing. And well, I guess he kind of does something. He does break the lock on the cage. He gets in there and that's it, man. That's uh, they tend to Becky and no cage match. I'm pissed. Color me tickle pissed, man. I I am not colored tickle pink. I'm not happy. I wanted a fucking steel cage match. I knew it was going to be nanigans, but I at least wanted a match out of it. Didn't get that. It was a lame segment. Thumbs down. But Bailey does add more fuel to the rivalry. But I mean, come on, man. It's the Raw 30th anniversary. Like, let's go all out. And you didn't. You gave us crap. All right. They'll fix it. They're going to fix it, though. So now we got 
It's DX time, baby. Break it down. Dun, dun, dun. We got Road Dog, Triple H, X Pac, Shawn Michaels, and Kurt Angle. Ah, Kurt, are you okay? Did you forget where you are again? I, I, th I don't, I don't think you're supposed to be out there. Uh, Jesse James doing the the whole gimmick, you know, the Road Dog Jesse James. Too bad the badass Billy Gunn ain't here, but he should be. Um, while he's doing that, though, he gets distracted by the presence of Kurt Angle. He's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Kurt Angle's like, I've always wanted to be in DX. He pops off a shirt, revealing a DX shirt. Crowd loves it. Triple H says, you gotta pass the test. They do the, let's get ready to suck it stuff. But before they could say suck it, they get interrupted by Imperium. Oh, boy. Gunter is pissed off. He calls them a bunch of degenerates. That's just hilarious. I love that. Uh, he's uh, He claims that DX is making a mockery of this great sport. Oh, all, all that great stuff. Triple H gets uh, in Gunter's face and he's like, Nah, man, I'm retired. I can't fight that guy. <laughs> and then the rest of them go up to him and give him a little stare. And like, nah, I can't fight him. I'm too old. I'm too old. Fucking hilarious. So funny. Uh, and then Kurt Angle, they they, well, they all huddle, huddle together, little, little meeting. They're looking over at Kurt Angle. They look, they go back to the huddle, and they're like, oh, Kurt will fight you. And he's like, oh, hell no, I'm not. F Excellent. This is so good, man. Oh, this is this is awesome. Um, but eventually, finally, Seth Rollins comes down. Uh, and they still need two more people to fight because all these old dudes, they ain't fighting. So freaking Street Profits come down. They answer the call. But wait, we need someone who can book a tag team match. But who? Who could possibly book a tag team match? I don't know. Ah, of course. It's Teddy freaking Long, baby. Oh, my God. That's a triple thumbs up right there. I'm so happy right now. Biggest pop out of me for the night is Teddy freaking Long. Like that. Oh, boy. I love him. Uh, he wasn't even on Raw, man, which is really weird. He was the GM of SmackDown, but here he is on Raw. Fuck it. We don't care. Just do it. And he's we're going to have ourselves a tag team match player with The Undertaker. Anyway, not with The Undertaker. Um, that's that's not enough. No, we we need it. We need a special guest referee. Kurt Angle reveals he's got a referee shirt on underneath. Oh my god, dude! This segment is unbelievable. Another thumbs up. And then we're still not done. Cherry on top. We got Jerry the King Lawler on commentary. No Jr. All sassafras. But fuck, dude. This this whole segment was was fantastic. Double thumbs up for the whole thing. Triple thumbs up for Teddy Long on his own. Now we got the match. Imperium versus Seth Rollins and the Street Profits. Gunther is poking Kurt Angle, wanting to fight him. Kurt Angle pushes Gunther. Profits do a couple of dives. I believe Montez is still in flight to this day, man. He gets so much air. I, I don't think he's hit the ground yet. Profits and Seth working really good together. Nail a splash and a stomp combo for the W. Solid match right here. The segment prior, uh, like... I don't, I didn't, like, I just, give me more of that. I mean, oh my god, that classic DX stuff. Oh, so funny, man. Loved it. Now we go back. JBL and Corbin, they're cleaning up at the tables now. They got a whole bunch of money. They go to leave. Big old pile of cash until they are met by... Ah, 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 it's Ted DiBiase and IRS. They come in, they take all the money and skedaddle. Uh, Ron comes over. He's really disappointed in everybody. Everyone's looking down in shame and... Damn, we get a damn, we get a damn. And uh, just a little fun fact, in case you didn't know this, uh, IRS, he's uh, Bray Wyatt's dad. So there you go. I, f I found that out a little while ago. I was like, that's really weird. All right, but there you go. Uh, Bobby Lashley, he's getting interviewed. Uh, he's met up by MVP. He's cheering for Bobby, says he's going to win, and they can go do some party and, and, and some bubbly and all that good stuff, but Bobby wants to do it all by himself. No, Bobby, no. 
the hurt business you stop this it just make up and be friends anyway now we move on to rick flair comes out Woo! he gives us some woos thanks to the crowd and wwe all that stuff then he does his classic rick flair rambling then he talks about charlotte boo tomato tomato we don't want to hear it oh now we got to see it charlotte flair comes out she talks about herself and then bianca belair arrives that that's more like it bianca is interrupted by sonia deville i mean come on now why are we dragging the smackdown trash onto raw man like why not on this show man we not on this show this is a special 30th anniversary and you got to drag smackdown crap onto here Ugh. bianca challenges sonia crowd is non-responsive to this segment whatsoever this is just bad uh the charlotte touch of death man is it about to claim sonya i think i think that's already she's already been claimed but is charlotte going to ruin bianca belair i i really hope not i have no faith that that charlotte is going to put over bianca in a win charlotte is going to be like i want to beat her i want to beat her in dominant fashion in like three minutes make her tap out and then i'll be the double champion and then i'll show up like once every couple weeks and i'll say woo and people will love it except me now we got bianca belair versus sonia deville bianca puts sonia away with the kod mediocre match man crowd was fucking not into this shit at all just not having it felt a little bad for bianca man like she's great she's great and right now i fear that she might be getting sucked into this and it's not gonna be good uh belair calls out alexa bliss says uh she will win at the rumble she doesn't care about howdy duty or whatever the hell bliss on the screen now she says she will win so yeah very compelling tv right there now we got the miz he is in the ring he's pissed off uh because he's not being celebrated it's it should be all about him so kevin owens comes out of nowhere gives him a stunner shuts his ass right up kevin owens delivering a uh, pretty shaky promo right here i'm not gonna lie he really needed a home run promo right here, man. And uh, yeah, kind of came off kind of scripted. And uh, yeah, not not uh, your typical Kevin Owens um, promo. It wasn't very good. Uh, he stuns The Miz again. That was good. That's all good. And at this point, man, I feel like everyone just wants Sami Zayn to be the guy. Like, no, dis- no disrespect to Kevin Owens. He's had his shot. And I think at this point, like... I would. I wouldn't be mad if Kevin Owens got the championship. I think at this point, I want. It, I think. This, I think Sami Zayn just deserves it more, man. And not saying that Kevin Owens doesn't. I just think right now, strike while the iron is hot. Sami Zayn is white hot. You put the title on him, it's gonna go very well for him. So, but if you put it on Kevin Owens, turn him heel, and then get him into it with with Sami Zayn, and then you have that going on, that would be fucking awesome too. Anyway, now we go to the main event. Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory. No disqualification match. This is for the United States Championship. Theory taking advantage of the lack of rules. Poking Bobby in the eye and hitting him with a chair. Theory hiding underneath the ring. Sprays Lashley with the fire extinguisher. Tables get set up. Lashley puts Theory through the table with a nice spine buster. Thumbs up for that. And then we hear that music. Oh no. It's Brock Lesnar. He comes down, nails Lashley with an F5, and then hits Theory with an F5 and plops him right on top of Bobby Lashley. Referee counts the pin, and Theory retains the title from a big ol' assist from Mr. Lesnar. An alright match. The finish with Brock was... It was meh. Oh, God. It was it was so meh, I almost threw up. It was that meh. Uh, looks like they are going to continue with the... Uh, Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar thing. We are getting closer to WrestleMania, so I imagine they're going to be working on getting Brock Lesnar in there with someone. 
I didn't hate him against Bobby Lashley. I mean, it's it's going to be the same old stuff, but it's it's not bad. We'll we'll see. Some it's hit or miss with Brock Lesnar. Something if he's really into it, he could put on a fun, entertaining match for sure. But if he's you know if you don't give him the right person, the right setting, the right time, then yeah, it could be a dud. But we'll see. Pretty good Raw overall. I was, like I said, I was hoping for a, a little bit more out of the show for such a big occasion, man. I mean, 30 years of, of Monday Night Raw. Uh, the Hogan thing was just a disaster. Nice, n- Nice-ish to see him? I don't really know. Don't really care. Uh, the American Badass Undertaker did not go over well with the crowd. I think we all just wanted the dead man. DX, though, oh my god, they were amazing. So funny. Teddy Long showing up was a massive pop for myself. I don't know if anyone was popping as big as I was for that. I just fucking love that guy. Um, like I said, I was pretty surprised that Bianca just wasn't getting any love at all. I believe she... Is she not from, like, Philadelphia or something like that? I don't know. But, yeah, not a lot of love for the women on this show at all. Like, I get it. Charlotte Flair sucks, but Bianca doesn't suck. I think she's pretty darn good. Uh, the tribal court at the beginning was excellent, fucking unbelievable from from the Usos and Sami Zayn. Just unbelievable performances from those two, especially. Main event was a letdown. Um, the steel cage was a letdown. They they like a lot of people were absent from the show, man. Like like no Rock, no Stone Cold, no no Rikishi, no John Cena, no. Like, there was a lot of no Batista. Like, come on, man. Like, a lot of people were missing from this show. But the ones that were there, it was nice. But, yeah, I mean, like, thank God DX was there. Otherwise, it would have been trash. But I'll give the show a 7 out of 10. I could, I could, I could go lower, but since it's such a big occasion and the DX thing was fucking awesome. So, I, I'll, I'll give him a 7 out of 10. It was pretty good. Pretty good. Could have been way better, though. Could have been so much better. Let's move on to NXT 2.0. Starting off with Grayson Waller. He goes to the Performance Center to talk shit to Braun Breaker. Goes about as expected. You know, all hell breaks loose. Everyone's fucking screaming and yelling. Bunch of NXT people failing to separate everybody. Ah, get out of here. Get out of here. All that great stuff. Uh, it was a pretty solid segment, though. I, I didn't I didn't hate it. I, I like Grayson Waller. He's uh, He's got a mouth on him, man. He's entertaining. And we got Indy Hartwell versus Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany Stratton fakes a knee injury. She attacks Indy while she is... Um, distracted i guess tiffany hits a solid or a lovely pop-up moonsault for the w that's eh, a fine match not not bad not 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 good though we got jc jane getting interviewed now and she is talking some mad trash about her former partner former friend gg dolan i feel like they are still friends though underneath i think i think it's all just a cover-up now that's what i wrote as i was watching it now i don't like go back and put in stuff so i'm not cheating but try, that's just what i wrote uh, Gulak and Hank are training with the Creed brothers. Gulak goes all like alpha male on them. And then the Creeds go all alpha omega. And then it's a whole alpha situation. Uh, I can, I can go without moving on chase you celebrating the first victory for Thea Hale. They're going fucking crazy. She's given a plaque for this amazing achievement. She gives a little speech. The crowd is super happy. And then my boy, JD McDonough interrupts the celebration at a boy. JD. JD calls everybody losers, and then Thea Hale goes absolutely insane. Andre Tra- Andre Andre Chase sounds off, but uh, JD starts to plant the seeds of driving a wedge between Duke and Chase U. He also calls Thea a dog. That was um, an all- uncalled for uh, jab at Thea, but it was fucking hilarious. So I'll give him a thumbs up. Chase has heard enough. It's time for an ass whooping. He says Andre clocks JD in the face. Now we got a match: JD McDonough versus Andre Chase. 
Duke Hudson storms off during the match. JD takes advantage of all the distractions. Picks up the W here. Ah, of course he does. Solid match. I'm happy. I'm just so happy to see JD back in the ring. It's been, what, like two, three weeks now since I've seen my boy, and it's it's great to see him back. The the Duke and Chase thing continues. Uh, we'll see. I, I, I'm, I know they're going to split at some point, but I uh, don't know when. Now we got Henley and Kiana James with Briggs and Jensen versus Ivy and Paxley. Uh, Kiana and Henley struggle as a team, try, uh, really just not don't have that chemistry just yet. They still don't really like each other, but they do start to settle in a little bit throughout. Ivy eats a nice boot right in the fra- right in the face from Henley in the corner. How you doing? Kiana pulls Ivy's hair while the referee ain't looking. This allows Henley to grab the W. Pretty solid match, you know. Um, so far, so good for this new tag team. Uh, again, I wasn't very satisfied with that being the payoff for the whole bar Henley versus Kiana payoff. But now we got a tag team out of it, and they seem to be okay. So, eh, eh, you know. Now we move on. We got the New Day backstage just belting out Randy Orton themes backstage. I mean, oh my god. They come to me, they understand, they talk to me. And that other one, the fucking, oh, that song that he had before. I can't remember it, but he used it forever. Uh, they're just belting those songs. Absolutely hilarious. Thumbs up for that. And then Anofi and Blade arrive. They ask for a title shot at at, uh, at Vengeance Day. And then Schism show up. They want a chance. And oh dear, uh, I'd much rather Anofi and Blade, but... Um, I don't I don't think New Day picked either of them. So they still got the pretty deadly thing going on. So overall, it was a pretty entertaining segment, especially the singing of Randy Orton themes. And we got Apollo Crews. He hits uh, Carmelo and Trick's barbershop. I have to... Uh, I must say that Apollo has no hair on his head, so don't know why you're at a barbershop. They don't do... I guess he's going for a shine, but all good, all good. And then Melo and Trick show up. They're not impressed to see Apollo there sitting in their chair. Mello and Apollo go back and forth with the chirps, but they do agree to have a best uh, two out of three falls match. So uh, that that should be really good, man. That would be a good match. Pretty good segment here, and yeah, good shit. I, I actually like this. Thumbs up. Now we got Gulak and Hank versus the Creed Bros. We got Brutus smashing the bejesus out of Gulak. I, I like that very much. Just going to give it a thumbs up. Both Creeds deliver an impressive standing moonsault. Hank explodes. Uh, gets a very cool wheelbarrow slam into an armbar. Uh, he's definitely improving, picking up some cool moves from Gulak there. I like that move a lot. Thumbs up. Dempsey appears. Gulak is very distracted by this. Hank can't handle it all alone. Brutus hits the cannonball, and the Creeds pick up the victory. Good match, man. Hank continues to improve in the ring. Good performance from him. Creed's looking good, as always. Been a while, though, I feel, since we saw them in a tag team match, so it's nice to see them back in the ring together. 7 out of 10. Good match. And then the Creed's deliver a little promo thanking Ivy for yelling at them last week. Uh, Apparently it really worked, really lit a fire underneath their asses. And then Indusure and nobody can hinder the gender. He He interrupts. The kind of a nice moment that they're having in the ring. Jinder claims that everyone is healthy now, so they will finally, finally, after 700 years, they're going to have a tag team match next week. So I doubt it, but okay. Creed's accept, and we'll see how that goes next week. Now, Gigi Dolan, she is interviewed. She calls JC Jane a bad person, so they're continuing to not like each other. And then we got the, uh, the the dawn of NXT and Stax. They're enjoying a meal at a nice fancy restaurant. 
They're celebrating Stax becoming the underboss, but I have to ask, what is it? What is he the underboss of? There's only two of you, and you. I don't. What do you guys do? I don't understand. There needs to be more than two of you in this family, and and like quickly, like, got to get more guys in there. This is this is kind of stupid, but I, I enjoyed it. Wendy Chu now versus Electra Lopez. Uh, Valentina for Royce comes out to watch the match. I really like the sleepy dive thing from Wendy Chu. Got a solid nose exhale for me. You know that that laugh that everybody does, like a, <laughs> you know. I got one of those out of that, so I'll give her a thumbs up. Lopez clocks uh, Chu with the with the brass knucks while the referee is distracted. Just so much distractions, man. Ugh. Electra picks up the W here. Quick match, but like not bad, not good. Electra and Valentinas they argue backstage, and mercy, that was bad from Valentina, man. That I don't. Thankfully, she doesn't say much, but like she's very, very not good at speaking English, and like. Just let them speak their native tongue, man. Don't make them struggle with a language they don't know. Like, who cares? Put up fucking subtitles. Not a big deal. Moving on. Jensen has good news for Henley. He got her and Kiana a title match. Ooh. Henley is ultra pissed. Again, what is that? Dude's getting people title matches and people getting mad about it. I don't understand this. Uh, She didn't want to become uh, a tag team with Kiana. So way to go, a-hole. Freaking Jensen. Now we got Stevie Turner. She's got a little video promo thing going on. Interview, I don't know. Uh, she says she will be debuting next week, but she won't reveal who she's going to fight. Stevie doesn't think that Roxanne Perez will be the champion after Vengeance Day. Uh, honestly, I didn't like the interview, but I am excited to see Stevie Turner. I, I want to see. I, I, I like the gimmick. Just this one, it was like very obviously like. A, a, a live person doing the interview with a video that was pre-taped and it was just like kind of awkward so yeah it didn't go over very well but i am interested in stevie turner i'm pretty excited to see what she can do in the ring now we got grayson waller he is in the ring he calls out braun breaker braun breaker uh, wearing his own oh sorry grayson waller has his own <coughs> version or his own uh title nxt championship i'm fucking struggling with this one uh claiming that he is the true champion so braun breaker is making his way to the ring he's getting stopped by everybody he just rudely slams one security guard through a door that was awesome thumbs up for that braun gets into the ring and he and grayson waller break into a fight there you go i was trying to say all hell breaks loose but i fucked it up and i don't care to edit it out Grayson avoids Braun Breaker as he runs at him and he goes head first into the barricade, crashes right through the goddamn thing. That was a holy shit chance indeed from the crowd and Waller bounces. He is out of here. Damage has been done and he didn't even have to do anything. Braun did it all to himself. Fun segment. I, I am ready for these two to go at it. Um, let's just let's just get it on, baby. I, uh, I totally got that vibe though when you're like fighting with your sibling and you hit him in the eye and then like you get really really scared that they're gonna cry and like parents are gonna come over they're gonna yell at you and you're like fuck just don't cry just don't cry just be cool you know that anxiety i don't know if you don't have a sibling you probably don't understand what i'm talking about but i understand what i'm talking about clearly because i wrote it down now we got gallus they're playing some pool backstage and dude their accents are so fucking thick I love it. I love it, but I can't understand a fucking thing that they're saying. I feel like that's exactly what they're going for, but I I love it. It's so funny. Thumbs up. Now we got a women's tag team championship match. Uh, Chance and Carter versus Alba Fire and Sol Ruka. So Sol Ruka, she comes out to be her partner. Alba was going to do this by herself, but obviously not. 
I, I really wanted Isla Dawn to come down, I, but I will, I'll accept Ruka. She's cool, but come on. Get the Dawn down there. We got Fire and Ruka. They do okay, they do okay as a new team, but the, the champs are just too much for them. They hit the 450 splash neckbreaker combo to retain their titles. Solid match overall, though. Ruka showing off some really nice high-flying abilities. I'm really, really liking her. Isla Dawn stares and giggles at Alba Fire. They kind of walk off together. So, I, or, yeah, I don't know. It's like uh, Dawn's just kind of following Alba around. So, yeah. Kiana and Henley appear on the other side of the arena stage thing, calling calling uh, out the champs, reminding them that they, uh, they're going to be up next. So, there you go. Now we got Dijak and Wes Lee. They have a confrontation. Dijak wants the title. Lee says, no, wait until Vengeance Day. Dijak is like acting like a Terminator right now. I think that's what his gimmick is, is kind of being at the moment. It's, 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 it's okay. Now shit is going down in the parking lot. Someone ran over Nikita Lyons' leg. Oh God. Oh God, the carnage. The women's locker room coming out to her aid. Did Zoe Stocks do this? If she did, she's fucking dead. Mr. Chase and Duke, they're bickering backstage. Duke claims he asked for a spot in the tag team invitational. After teasing the patients out of Chase and Thea, he says, They are in. There you go. So they'll be in the invitational next week. Now Booker T, he hosts the contract signing for the women's championship match at Vengeance Day. Gigi Dolan, JC Jane, and the champion Roxanne Perez are in the ring with a large table. Bum, 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 bum. Former friends, Gigi and Jane, they go at it with each other with some really personal insults. Really enjoyed that. Give that a thumbs up. Roxanne just sits back and watches with, with, with glee. Booker T says, ducky, ducky, quack, quack. I don't like it. Perez would like some popcorn at this point. She is very confident, regardless of her odds in a triple threat, that she's going to come out as the champion still. Gigi and Jane go back to yelling at each other, and then it happens. They turn their attention attention towards Roxanne. They smile, and they attack the champion. Put her through the table, and there she goes. That's There you go. Just like I thought, Toxic Attraction hooking back up kind of obvious but uh i kind of wish they waited until um vengeance day to like wild like during the match to uh pull this one off now you're giving like roxanne some time to figure shit out so yeah it would have been better if they went into the match making her think that uh they don't like each other but now they're obviously teamed up together so yeah i mean uh, the trigger was bound to be pulled i think they pulled it too early but yeah pretty good pretty good uh good segment toxic attraction the both of them were great Perez was was kind of the third wheel in Booker T. I love his enthusiasm, man. He's very excited and, and happy to be there, and he loves. He just you could see how much he just like loves and respects these women in the ring and all that stuff. But that ducky ducky quack quack thing, dude. What is that? What is it? What what did I miss? When did that become a thing? And why is it still around? Why do people like it? I don't get it. I don't like it. It's too forced. It's a terrible catchphrase. Try again, man. Now. Uh, enjoyable NXT throughout. Grayson drawing in lots of good heat against Braun ba- Breaker throughout the show. Chase U having another strong week. Really liking what they've been doing. Really hoping that Dawn and Fire will, will just team up. Like, come on, man. It, it looks like it's still on the table because they're still hanging around each other. So just make them a tag team. It's going to be awesome. JD McDonough is back in action. That makes me extremely happy. Creed's back in action. That also makes me happy. Hoping we do finally get to see them fight Indusher now. My... 
like now it's it's been so long it has to be a 10 out of 10 match or it's gonna fucking no i'm not i'm not having it so it's gonna be terrible show overall was pretty darn decent gonna give it a six and a half out of ten all right let's go not to that let's go to dynamite they were in lexington this week i don't really know where that is but that's where they were starting up the show with a tag team match We've got action andretti and ricky stocks versus sammy guevara and chris jericho with danny garcia on the outside love the unison twirl and the tearaway pants of of garcia and jericho and i love that danny garcia won't take won't take part in the ripping of the pants he will do the twirl but the ripping of the pants that's way too far that's way too far love that thumbs up guevara goes for a top rope hurricanrana but action lands it like a boss i mean badass thumbs up for that chris and ricky go at it uh ricky gets too cocky doing his rope walk thingy guevara illegally attacks ricky with a wicked springboard cutter out of nowhere that was awesome thumbs up for that Chris eats a Rochambeau on the outside. Action catches Guevara midair. Sammy grabs onto the ropes. Garcia bonks. Action with the baseball bat. Sammy pins and Jericho Appreciation Society pick up the W. Good match overall. Ricky and Action were very impressive. Jericho being just classic hilarious Jericho. And Guevara doing a lot of the heavy lifting in the ring. Very impressive as always. Uh, Good job from him. 7 out of 10. Good match. We got a great video tribute after that for Jay Briscoe. Just really well done right there. Double thumbs up for that. We got Buddy Matthews with Julia Hart versus Darby Allen and Sting for the TNT Championship. Buddy off of the top with the knees crushing Darby onto the apron. Oh my god, that looked devastating. Thumbs up for that. That was just horrifying. Darby with the coffin drop to the outside on Buddy. Again, another really awesome move. Thumbs up for that. Then the lights go out. It's the House of Black. Oh, no. And then Ortiz and Sting having none of that shit. They start fighting with them, brawling onto the stage. Then back into the match, we got a gnarly, really gnarly collision. Buddy charging into the corner with Darby on his back, man. That just looks fucking straight up painful. Darby botches a top rope scorpion death drop. Crash and burn right there. Darby hits another coffin drop, pins and retains his TNT championship. Uh, regardless of that minor botch, is a fucking great match. Gnarly bumps, as is tradition from Darby Allen. Just fucking scary. Buddy Matthews showing off his abilities in the ring. He is also fucking really, really good in the ring. Don't get to see enough of that guy. Uh, I, I like the chemistry between the two of them. Nice, fast pace and really stiff, brutal match. 8 out of 10. Great match. Tony Schiavone is interviewing Darby, but uh, they are interrupted by Samoa Joe. He wants his TNT Championship back, and I look forward to that rubber match. They had a really good one last time. So like I said, Samoa Joe has been like, he's been he's been fucking clicking lately. He he seems to be all back in shape and really good right now. So that'll be I look forward to that. Now we got the Jeff Hardy music hits, but it's not Jeff Hardy. It's Matt Hardy. Ah, for some people, I love Matt Hardy. And Ethan Page is out there as well. Ethan is pissed. The wrong music is played. And he demands his music to be played. Damn it. I'm guessing a lot of people got excited right there for Jeff Hardy. But but no. No Jeff Hardy. I'm sorry. Now you got Page and, Je- and Matt Hardy with Stokely Hathaway versus Jungle Hook. Hook going ham on the hot tag. Throwing Ethan Page around like a toy. Matt in control. About to hit a twist of fate. But Ethan wants to take the glory. They argue about it. Page goes in, only to immediately get locked into the snare trap from Jungle Boy. Hardy not feeling all that compelled to go into the ring and help out his partner. 
Ethan ends up tapping out, and Jungle Hook pick up another win as a team. There you go. Pretty nice. Nice, uh, nice tag match. Jungle Hook developing really nicely into a solid tag team. And I'll always be happy to see Matt Hardy, man. I fucking love Matt Hardy. Um... I've always, I've always backed Matt Hardy, like, always, whenever Jeff Hardy is doing his thing, and everyone's like, oh, Jeff, Jeff Hardy, I love you so much, I'm like, but Matt, but Matt Hardy, I, I've always said that Matt, Matt Hardy is better, like, yeah, Jeff Hardy is a cooler guy, like, he's got a cooler personality and a gimmick, he's cool, but Matt Hardy is just better, man, he's just better. All right, now we got the family therapy session with the acclaimed, oh my god, yes, here we go, I was so excited for this, we got the acclaimed, daddy ass, Austin, and Colt Gun, they're all here. Bowens calls the guns the biggest pieces of shit he ever met. Just, oh my god, dude, I was dying. That was so funny. Thumbs up. Daddy ass can't take much more of it. It's all too much, he says, and he can't take any more. Um, he asks what it will take for his sons to be all cool and make everything just be normal again. All they want is a shot at the AEW tag team titles. They want, they want those titles from the acclaim, baby. Uh, some good laughs throughout this segment. I wish it was longer. It was pretty darn short. I was expecting, like, long, a longer segment. Uh, I do feel like they're going to be doing more of these, so I hope that is the case. I want more of this. This this would be fucking money every week. Now, speaking of money, we got Brian Danielson, Mr. Money in the Bank right here. This guy always has good matches versus Brian Cage with Prince Nana. Brian Cage lands hard on his shoulder. Oh, sorry. Brian Danielson lands hard on his shoulder. Then Brian Cage uh, slams Brian on his arm onto the apron. That just looked really nasty. <laughs> Excuse me. Shiovani really emphasizing the fact that the artist formerly known as Prince is dead. And Prince Nana is not the, the artist formerly known as Prince. I don't know who the fuck has been confusing that one up. But yeah, Prince Nana is not the artist formerly known as prince you know purple rain what the what the fuck was that about I, I was so random i don't i don't know what that was about um anyway cage power bombing the bejesus out of danielson but he goes for one too many danielson reverses it with a roll-up and steals the w right here great match great match uh cage showing off his just stupid strength and agility and just oh thumbs up for him Danielson, as always, unbelievable technical wrestling. Great job selling the arm all throughout. Really good match, man. Eight out of ten. Cage wants to cash in on the bounty um, that MGF put on Danielson, the $100,000. He starts just destroying Daniel Bryanson. And then uh, MJF arrives to pick the bones clean with Cage's assistance, smashing Danielson neck, uh, Danielson's neck into a chair. But then... It's Takeshka. Oh, baby. He comes down. He saves Danielson, but the damage appears to already have been done. Brian doesn't care. He gets up. He doesn't give a fuck what the doctor says. He's going to fight MJF injured or not. Damn, dude. That was a really awesome fired up promo right there from Danielson. Excellent job. Thumbs up for that. I cannot wait for their match now, dude. Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Tony Storm versus uh, Ruby Soho. Ruby hits uh, Storm with a knee to the face. How you doing? Tony's selling it like her face is broken in half. The referee and Ruby fall for the trap. Tony hits a nice tornado DDT. And then Dr. Britt Baker appears on the stage, distracting Tony. Ruby rolls her up for the W. Oh, wow. Uh, unexpected victory there for Ruby. But, yeah, it's just uh, adding more to the rivalry. I cannot wait. I just want Tony Storm to fight Jamie Hayter again. Oh, those two were phenomenal. Uh, but this match, overall, it was all right. Not bad. 
Now, MGF is delivering a very good promo backstage on Brian Danielson. MGF has a challenger next week for Brian Danielson, and it's it's Toothless Timmy. There he is. That's where he's been. He's been fucking around in New Japan, and he's going to be here next week. Um, Toothless Timmy, better known as Timothy Thatcher. Thank you very much. Uh, that will be a fight and a half for sure next week, man. Like Timothy Thatcher is a stiff technical wrestler so uh yeah he's gonna pair up very well with with danielson next week uh now we got the main event jay lethal going up against mark briscoe this is for the tag team championships so mark is going to defend the the tag team championships all by himself he's going to take on jay lethal by himself one-on-one match obviously under the the uh, terrible circumstances that jay jay briscoe passed away so he won't be able obviously to defend his championships but uh, Mark is going to try and do it all by himself. Let's see how it does. Uh, Lethal rocking a Jay Briscoe t-shirt. He is uh, very emotional all throughout uh, this match. Uh, thumbs up for him. Great respect shown. Awesome ovation for Mark Briscoe on his entrance. I mean, just fucking great. good Good on you, Philadelphia fans right there. Double thumbs up for that. We got thunderous chops from Mark Briscoe. Uh, my God, man, his chops are so fucking good. He ain't holding back, man. You knew he was, he was not going to hold back. That's not the kind of guy he is. And like, he had a tragic loss and this dude is right back in the ring, man. Like, doesn't miss a second. Thumbs up. Mark hits a big old elbow drop through a table on the outside. Thumbs up for that. Mark hits, hits a couple of vicious lariats. Then the driller for the W. Uh, just a straight up beautiful match, man. Mark Briscoe is an absolute warrior. I mean, like I said, his brother passes away and he's right back here in the ring. Uh, putting on a fucking show for us, man. Doing his job. Locker room pours out. Clapping in respect. Uh lethal and mark they hug it out in the ring just a extremely emotional moment double thumbs up for that uh just one of the many reasons why i love wrestling man there's so much respect and honor in this business and um i love that man i i absolutely love that i i myself hold uh i i put uh respect and honor really high up in my in things that are important to me and um it's one of the things I love about this business, man. Like when Brody Lee passed away, that outpouring of respect and, and support and and just honor and oh, so good, man. Absolutely phenomenal here from everybody in AEW. Well done. Very good show this week. I mean, a great tribute for Jay Briscoe. Phenomenal. Rooting for Mark Briscoe, man. I'm very interested to see what is next for him in his career. Is this guy just going to continue to be a, a, a single-man tag team? Will he get a, another tag team partner? Or is he going to go off and try and maybe be a single star? And this could be his his chance, his opportunity to become a world champion in this business. And I would love that. Uh, I want more family therapy sessions. If that was the only one, man, I'm going to be ab- absolutely devastated because it was like it was just fine, and I had a, I thought it was going to be amazing. It was okay. Uh, great matches all throughout the show. Good promos. Yeah, man, very good show. Seven and a half out of ten. Now we swing over to SmackDown. They are in Lor. Oh God, where were they? Laredo, Laredo, Texas. Is that what is that what that is? Okay, we'll go with that. The show starts out with Uso and Solo, the all those guys, they arrive, but Sami Zayn shows up, even though Roman told him not to show up. He, I don't want to see your face until the Rumble, but Sami can't help himself. He must, he must be here. He just has to. He can't help himself. Now we got Rey Mysterio versus Karrion Cross with Scarlett. Oh, 
Carrion chokeslams Ray on the apron at the on the apron that looked painful. Ray catches Carrion into a crucifix pin for the W. It was an okay match. Classic Ray Mysterio offense. I I love when he slides out of the ring and he hits that like sunset bomb thing. Oh, so good. And and screw you, Scarlet. You suck. And so does Carrion. You both suck. And the champ is here. It is Austin Theory time. He is cutting a promo in the ring. He wants to win the Royal Rumble, which a lot of people have been saying recently. It's like there's a Royal Rumble coming up or something. The New Day come out. They want to win the Rumble as well. What the heck? (laughs) Theory claims he's the biggest superstar in the WWE. The Miz comes out. He messes up his lines. Then he, in theory, attacked the New Day. That was pretty funny. Lashley arrives for the save. He clears out the ring and then Jew, 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 Jew. It's Brock Lesnar. He arrives yet again through the crowd, drops Bobby Lashley with an F5. Uh, interesting segment, uh, setting up some rumble rivalries we're probably going to see throughout the match. And uh, pro- maybe potentially here's some Mania matches. I'm still hoping that we're going to see Austin Theory versus John Cena. He keeps saying the champ is here, which just leads me to believe that he is teasing a John Cena thing and we're probably going to have Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar at Mania which again is fine now we got Lacey Evans versus Jasmine oh my goodness Uh, we got a wardrobe malfunction for Lacey Evans but not the Janet Jackson level wardrobe malfunction it's just the sole of her boot falls off so eh. women's rights and her new never before seen finisher the Cobra Clutch. Boo! Terrible match. Well, not terrible, just not not good. Just thumbs down. Oh no, Lacey is going to speak. Now, uh, she's got to talk about her Cobra, Cobra Clutch, and she claims she's going to win the Rumble. No one cares, because she literally has the cameras cut off. I mean, it was... I, I can't believe that. <laughs> she's, like, screaming at the crowd. The cameras just cut. It cuts over to Drew and Sheamus slapping themselves, or whatever the heck they're doing. Thank you. Thank you, WWE producers, for that. I thank you. Now we have Drew Drew and Sheamus. They're just slapping the shit out of each other, like I said. And uh, this is great because it's not Lacey Evans. So, um, yeah, I I wasn't even at all annoyed that they said banger after banger 1,100 times. So, there you go. Now we got Drew and Sheamus. They get jumped by the Viking Raiders. They are, uh, the Raiders are jealous that they aren't in the tournament anymore. And now the Banger Boys aren't going to be in the tournament either because they walk off looking for the Raiders. So Hit Row's out there. They think that they win now by default. The two greatest letter, <laughs> the two greatest words in the English dictionary default. But Adam Pierce comes out, and he has a re- replacement team for them, and it's Braun Strowman and Ricochet. So they will be fighting Hit Row right now. Ricochet getting beaten down until he gets the hot tag for Braun Strowman. Braun destroys everything, uh, hits a monster bomb, picks up the W. Very, very, very standard WWE tag team match. Just very meh. And now we got Kevin Owens is being interviewed about taking a risk fighting tonight. Uh, it's because Kevin Owens wants revenge, damn it. Usos show up. They yell at each other. Adam Pierce splits them up. You know, the whole gimmick. The, ah, get out of here. Split it up. Get out of here. Now we got Jay Uso. He appears to be on the phone with Sami Zayn asking him for a favor. So is Sami Zayn going to be back? Because he left and now he's going to come back, I think. <laughs> now we got... um. Bray Wyatt's old theme hits. The Fireflies are out, and it's L.A. Knight dressed up as Bray Wyatt. He's got a little toy lamp. I mean, oh, this is so good. Thumbs up for that. 
He wants to talk to us. Oh, fuck yeah. Got a great promo here from LA Knight. Yeah. Thumbs up for that. Wyatt appears on the stage in his rocking chair. He warns LA Knight he will get what he wants at the Royal Rumble. And then Mr. Howdy Doody or whatever watches over them. Yeah. Um, I love LA Knight. Uh, pretty alright promo from Bray. I mean, I... Uh, this this lights out, blackout, Mountain Dew, Splash Mountain Fest, or whatever match, it's probably going to be a disaster, but... Uh, I don't know. At least LA Knight's here. LA Knight is fucking awesome. Tag tournament semifinals now. Legato... Del Fatasmo or whatever, uh, Del Toro and Wild with Selena Vega versus Imperium. Vinci takes a chop. This upsets Giovanni. He beheads Legato with a wicked lariat. That's a thumbs up. Awesome rope work from Del Toro. I don't know what the hell that was he did there, but did it a couple times and it was really cool. I'll give him a thumbs up for that. And then he does a, uh, a, a dual dive with his partner onto Imperium. So I'll give him a thumbs up all for, for all that. Vinci with a top rope military press slam. I, wow, I can't say I've ever seen that before. Very, very impressive move. Thumbs up for that. Imperium hit the clothesline power bomb clothesline thing for the W, and they advanced to the finals. Very good match, man. Very good. Two super-duper underrated, underutilized teams showing off how good they are, man. I mean, damn. I like. I know that Legato, Del Fantasma, or whatever, they can go as a team. Just don't get to see them enough. And, um, yeah, man, I want some more of that. Awesome high flying from Legato, especially Del Toro, man. That was really, really impressive rope work. And, uh, dude, my boy Vinci, great as always, man. I love that guy. He's so good in the ring. Seven and a half out of ten. Charlotte Flair is asking Adam Pearce for a match against Sonya at the Rumble. He says, sure, whatever. No one's going to care anyway. Main event, we got Kevin Owens versus Solo Sokoa with the Usos. Kevin Owens in control, and then Sami Zayn comes out of the crowd to help out Solo. But Solo kicks Sami by mistake. Kevin Owens placed on an announce on the announce table. Solo goes to splash him through it, but Kevin moves. He power bomb, power bombs Solo onto the table. Does not break. Kevin threatens Sammy with a chair shot, but nails Solo with it instead, sparing Sammy Zayn. Ooh. Match ends in a DQ, but it was a good brawl. I mean, I liked the match that was going on prior to all the shenaniganery, so I'll give it a 7 out of 10 for the match. I thought it was good. And the plot thickens, man. Will Sammy betray the bloodline, or is he going to be loyal to Roman? Oh, man, I don't know. They, they added some more seeds there. Kevin Owens not taking a swing at, at Sammy. So, oh, man, I am so excited. I can't wait to see what's going to go down at the Rumble tonight, bro. All right. Uh, solid go-home show. Started a bit shaky, but uh, it ended strong. Like, since the LA Night thing onward, I thought it was a pretty good show. Uh, loving LA Night. Like I said, man, happy he's doing well on the main roster. Uh He's put put the big spotlight in on him, and he's in a big program with Bray Bray Wyatt. And honestly, man, I think LA Knight has outshined Bray Wyatt, and he's just so good on the mic, so entertaining. The yeah, I loved him in NXT, and I was so sad when they brought him up, but it's been I thought I think it's been good for him so far. It's actually worked out. Um, also nice to see that the Viking Raiders are getting into it with the uh, brawling brutes, uh, Drew and Sheamus. Kind of wish they didn't screw up the tournament for them, though. 
not a fan of them shoving Braun and Ricochet in as a team. Not the way I would have booked the tournament, but at least like two underrated teams looked really good, and and Del Toro and and Wilder and 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 the other guys. So that was good, but yeah, I, I don't think they booked that tournament very well. Uh, they have though have done a good job heading into the Rumble with the whole Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and the Bloodline thing. Man, like I I literally I can't wait. Like I I don't know what's gonna go down. They set it up real nice that like oh it can go either way. It's gonna be wild, man. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, give the show a six and a half out of ten, and we'll finish it off with Rampage. Don't know where the hell they were, so we'll just start it. It starts right off right away with Wheeler Yuta versus Adam Page and Yuta just blast Hangman right at the ring of the bell, freaking with this drop kick. Oh my god, that was amazing. So I was I was laughing. I'll give that a thumbs up. Adam with a with a casual power bomb on Yuta onto the apron. I mean, holy crap, dude! That was just so brutal, so casual. I love that. Hangman with an avalanche Death Valley driver, really gnarly landing there for Yuta, but he kicks out of that. That's a thumbs up. Jericho dropping a shiznit on commentary. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure that's Jr's line, but I'll I'll, I'll let Jericho get away with it. Wheeler hits a nasty German suplex on the outside, then a huge dive off the top onto Hangman. That's a thumbs up. Hangman nails a beautiful buckshot, but that ain't enough. Hangman sending a message to to Moxley, hitting his finisher, the Death Rider, to pick up the W. Oh, just a great opening match, man. Just 15 straight minutes of just ridiculously fast-paced action. Uh, some absolutely brutal bumps from both dudes, stiff shots, great combo offense, and some really nice near falls. Eight and a half out of ten. That was a great match. Now we got a trios tag team match. Got Double J, Jay Lethal, and the the giant Singh with Sanjay Dutt on the outside versus Dan Housen and the best friends with Orange Cassidy. I uh, really like what the best friends are wearing right now. Their jackets are wicked. It's that I I can't explain it, but it's dope. It's just like the '90s. They're just like wearing the '90s. Thumbs up. The giant sing getting into the ring. His ass is massive. Oh my god, that thing sticks out like four feet behind his back. It's crazy. Uh, but he moves better in the ring than almost. I'll give him that. That's not saying a lot, but he moves pretty darn good for his size. This dude is massive. And he was a former NBA player, question mark? I don't know. He played basketball. So there you go. Um, a whole lot of strutting going on in the ring. I'm, I'm liking it. Singh able to make a tag halfway across the ring because he's just so long. That was fucking awesome. Uh, (laughs) Double J was locked into uh, figure four and I just, he was able to make the tag while in the figure four. I thought that was so awesome. Thumbs up. Dan Housen decides to go one-on-one against the Giant. It goes quite badly for him. So the best friends come in to help him out. That was in really funny fashion. Thumbs up for that. Things break down, the ref is distracted, Double, Double J hits Dan Housen with a Golden Globe Award, the Giant pins and wins. Entertaining match, very entertaining, very fun, uh, lots of gaga, all the gaga, all the gaga, lots of gaga all over the place. Uh, I'll, I'll say it again, I mean, that Giant, he moves pretty alright out there, I don't know... Like, it's not something we need on a weekly basis, but yeah, you know, once a month or something, a little special gimmick or something, yeah, it's fine. That's how you use a big man like that, not like WWE, I'll throw almost in a match every single week and and, and, and it'd be terrible. (sighs) 
powerhouse versus Tony Mud. Uh, poor Tony Mud is absolutely destroyed by Papa because it's a, it's a squash match. And um, I mean, come on, guys. Seriously, is Hobbs is way past squash matches, man. Like, come on, thumbs down. We're giving a thumbs down. Dustin Rhodes is back. He's getting interviewed by Renee, and then poor Dustin has been—he's uh, been having a rough month, and it just gets worse because freaking Swerve and his stupid goon show up. They're talking some trash. Things get heated, and they need to be separated. Boo, Swerve! I hate Swerve, man. He sucks. Now we got Jade or Jade Cargill and Layla Gray. They are greeted by the former baddies, Kira Hogan and the other one. Uh, they say they are. Uh, Hogan says she's going to be the first to take down Cargill, and I like her odds, man. If you got the the baddies can all work together, and and I I I can be convinced. I think that'd be a fun way to do it. And looks like there's been enough talk. It's time for the main event. Mark Henry earning his paycheck for the week. We got Emmy Sakura versus Jamie Hayter with Brit and Rebel, the whole thing. Oh, buddy, this is going to be tasty. Uh, phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal Haterade sign in the crowd. I mean, that, that might have been one of the nicest signs I've ever seen. Thumbs up for that. Awesome. Uh, Sakura laying in those really stiff shots on the champ all throughout the match. It's, oh, baby, so good. Hater fights back with her own stiff chops and shots and a flurry of T-bone suplexes. Britt grabs the Haterade sign, cheering on Jamie with it. I mean, fuck yeah. Jamie nails a horrific lariat. Sakura eats it, hit, uh, gets right back up, and then hits Jamie with a nasty T-bone. Jamie beats through that. She gets right back up, nails another nasty lariat. A haterade, pins, and wins. This match was excellent. Excellent match, man. And I I don't recall her calling that, that um, oh, fuck, what do you call that? Uh, the, the, mm, fuck. What is that called? The, the, the knee, whatever. I don't know. She's calling her clothesline thing the haterade and that is amazing that's like a, tr- a million thumbs up she's so good um such a stiff match man oh my goodness dude both women just wearing the marks on their chest man Ch- chests were destroyed they're beating the fuck out of each other it was amazing uh unreal selling from both women showing off yet again how amazing women's wrestling is like i'm spoiled man i grew up uh, watching like kind of the not like I had Trish Stratus and Lita that was about it throwing a little bit of Mickey James and uh, yeah I, I don't know I was a bit I was more of a big uh, TNA women's wrestling fan like I like Gail Kim uh, Awesome Kong ODB you know <laughs> some really weird ones over there in Impact back in the day but dude this shit is fucking excellent eight and a half out of ten this match rules strong show this week great opening match great fucking finale match good entertaining match in the middle with best friends in the gang uh might have uh, given out one of my first thumbs down for aew in a while or possibly just my first thumbs down for aew i think possibly uh just i'm tired of squash matches dude i hate i'm t- i just don't i don't want them they're just pointless it doesn't serve that much of a purpose for anybody and um yeah overall though i thought it was a great show eight out of ten Okay, let's move into three stars of the week, and then we will do our uh, my Rumble predictions as best as I can. So uh, we'll do some shout-outs before we get into the three stars. Uh, Judgment Day versus the Usos on Raw. Uh, that was a really fun, good tag team match, and I'll throw an extra little shout-out there for the... 
DX segment with Kurt Angle and all that. Uh, that was a fucking hilarious segment. Best best part of that Raw show for me personally. Uh, I'm going to shout out Darby Allen versus Buddy Matthews on Dynamite. That was a great match, man. Really, really strong match. Uh, just didn't make the cut. Daniel Brian Danielson does not make my cut this week. That's uh, it was a it's a pretty tough uh, three stars to pick through this week. There's some good stuff out there. Danielson versus Brian Cage though on Dynamite. That was a really good match as well. Uh, Brian Cage man, oh that guy's so ridiculous. And then I'm also gonna shout out Legato versus Imperium on SmackDown. Just two super duper underrated, underutilized tag teams showing off the goods. Man, these those are two really good tag teams. They had a really strong match on SmackDown recommend you go check those matches out and now <coughs> as i die let's get into the three stars third star this week goes to jay lethal versus mark briscoe on dynamite that was for the tag team titles the ring of honor tag team titles uh just a beautiful match man this is just a, a straight up example of how beautiful and amazing wrestling can be it's not just a it's not just fighting and stuff there's lots of storytelling there's a lot of honor and respect in this business and fully on display in that match tons of emotion in that match and uh an absolute warrior is mark briscoe so gonna give them the third star this week Second star goes to Hangman Adam Page versus Wheeler Yuta on Rampage, the opener. Holy crap, right out of the gate, they just went right at it, and it was 15 minutes of nonstop. It was just fantastic. Really, really good match right there. And then the first star of the week goes to my girl, my baby, Jamie Hayter. You know it, baby. It's the Hater Raid uh, versus Sakura. That match was fantastic. I loved it. So stiff, so stiff. They were absolutely beating the crap out of each other, man. Oh, Jamie Hayter is so freaking good, and she earns my first star of the week. Oh, hell yeah. All right, let's try and do some Royal Rumble predictions. I, um... I'm nervous, man. I don't... Uh, I just have no idea who is... Rumbles are hard to predict. So... Let's start with Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss. Singles match for the WWE Raw's Women's Championship. I'll pick Belair. I have a strange feeling that Alexa may do weird shit and and get the win here, but I'm hoping not. Uh, So I'll go with Bianca. And then we got Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, the gang, versus Kevin Owens. Singles match for the United States. Or not the United States. The undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Oh, God, man. I have no idea. So much things can go down. Oh, will Sammy? Will Sammy do it? I think. I think they're gonna wait until um at the at Mania maybe. So, dude, I don't. I have no idea. I th- oh, I want Kevin's. To, I want Kevin Owens the one that's so bad, so bad. But Sammy, will Sammy help help out Kevin? Oh, I'm not convinced all the way, but I want it so bad. I'll go with Roman Reigns is going to win. Roman Reigns is going to win. I'm so sorry, Kevin. Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight and the Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew, everybody. Did you know that this match is sponsored by Mountain Dew? Well, it is. It's a Mountain Dew pitch black black match. I will go with Bray Wyatt, even though I think LA Knight should win because he's fucking awesome. But yeah, it's probably going to be Bray Wyatt. And then the women's Royal Rumble match, I am going to pick Rhea Ripley. I want Rhea Ripley to win the Royal Rumble. I think she's been phenomenal, and that would be really good. And honestly, I, I there's really no other woman that I would want to win unless, like, 
Cora Jade comes up and wins it, but I don't think that's going to happen. All right, so I'll pick Rhea Ripley for the women's rumble and then the men's rumble. Fuck me, dude. I have no fucking idea. Absolutely zero idea. Um, I'll pick Seth Rollins. I'll go with Seth Rollins. Um, I don't think Seth Rollins has won a rumble yet. And that potential, let's say if Roman does win, I would really like them to go into that Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. That would be a really fun match. But again, like I'm just really, I'm perplexed because of the, uh, like it makes it really difficult that they have an undisputed championship. They really, really need two titles right now. Uh, it's really making me have a hard time predicting what's going to go on here uh, with uh, with Roman Reigns and, and everything. So... Uh, there's a lot of potential. I mean, like, are, is The Rock going to show up? I've heard rumblings that, royal rumblings, that uh, maybe he's going to show up. I was very personally disappointed that he wasn't there on Monday Night Raw for the big celebration. So maybe. Uh, we all know that Cody Rhodes is going to be making his return there because they've been uh, telling us that for the last seven years, that Cody Rhodes is going to be at the Royal Rumble in 2023 because, hey, just in case you didn't know, he's going to be there. He's going to be there. And I think Brock Lesnar is going to be in it too, but I don't really care. I don't hope it's not going to be any of that. Um, I'm going to pick Seth Rollins. I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. I, I'm going to go with that. That guy's awesome, and I, I'm pretty certain he hasn't won once, uh, won a Rumble yet, so that would be really cool. So there you go. That is my Royal Rumble predictions, and that is the week's show. Thank you, everybody, for sticking around for your weekly recap show. And, of course, I'm going to be partaking in the Rumble tonight live, baby. I'm going to watch it live. I'm so excited. Um, so I will have uh, should have the Royal Rumble review up tomorrow. So uh, fingers crossed everything goes well. I should have that up and ready to go for tomorrow. So uh, be on the lookout for a review for that. should be a lot of fun. And... Um, uh, what else? Uh, you can go check out my YouTube channel, Gamer GX Videos. Today is Saturday, so it's double upload Saturday. Two episodes of whatever the hell I decide to throw up. I think it's a Witcher and Until Dawn video this Saturday, so you can go ahead and check those out. Like I said, Until Dawn is finishing up really soon, so I'll be starting up a new game fairly soon. I uh, have it kind of narrowed down to two games. I, uh, I'm like 80% on one game, 20% on the other, so I'm, I'm quite certain I know what I want to do next. So uh, next week, uh, sh- I'm thinking, I think it's next weekend, uh, the new series should be kicking off. So probably start it off with a double upload Saturday, start off the series with two episodes. So you could be on the lookout for that. You can go over to the YouTube channel, Gamer GX Videos, link down below. You can subscribe and all that great stuff. You can hit me up with comments. We could talk about the podcast, anything like that. It's all good. And you can go check out the prior episode of the GX Hockey Cast on Wednesday. Uh, Vancouver Canucks are going fucking insane. So you can go over there and listen to me ramble on about the Vancouver Canucks and the NHL. And Monday's GX GamerCast was on Pikmin 3. I did a review on that, but this Monday... I'm not going to like do a whole re-episode, but I'll talk again about Pikmin because I've been playing it more and I feel like it's it's better than... Uh, I want to give it a better score than I gave it on that episode, but you can go back, listen to that episode. I talk about Pikmin and um, yeah, it was fun. It's a, it's a really good game. And this Monday, I'm not going to say what the episode's going to be on 100% yet, but uh, it'll be there on Monday. So new GX GamerCast on Monday and... Uh, yeah, Royal Rumble review tomorrow. I'm hoping everything should be okay with that. And as always, thank you guys for watching so much. You've been fantastic. And uh, go out and enjoy yourself some Royal Rumble tonight, y'all. It's um, qu- might be my favorite 
fucking pay-per-view, man. I love the Royal Rumble. So let's go fucking Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. I'm hoping for a big night out of those guys. And um, let's do this shit. 